time for the Big Ugly Tailgate, bringing the party to the radio with Casey Studdard, Johnny Rogers, and Ben Buckman. Say pods. You never know who's going to show up to the tailgate. Talking sports, food, music, and all things ATX on the station that says what Austin sports fans are thinking. The Horn. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Welcome back to the Big Ugly Tailgate here on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Give us a shout, 512-447-3776, or shoot us a text at 512-337-3776. Johnny Rogers, Casey Studdard, Jamie Frazier in the house, TikTok tie running the box. Morning, guys. <laughs> hey, are you clearing out all your old um, beer pictures of hot chicks and sending it into uh, Miller Lite? Did you see that commercial? Wait, what? Have you seen that one? No. Uh, so, like, Miller Lite came up, and they're virtue signaling again. But this was actually, it came out before the Bud Light thing, but it, it's been, it resurfaced. Oh, that's right. Didn't Miller Lite went and bought, like, all the right, they took all their old commercials. Right. They're, well, they, and they threw them away. Yeah, they threw them away, and they said they wanted people to send in all, like, your old, like, uh, beer posters and stuff like that. And uh, they wanted you to send them into them so they could destroy them for you. You're like like, okay, great, great. I saw our targets going through it now, too. Yeah. yeah. I ain't sharp on a target either. Just just be a business. Well, I just don't understand go, why every company has no, to feel like disgusting. they got to take political regard, stances. It's, there's, it's not political. You don't, put, you don't put stuff in front of kids like that, period. That's it. End of discussion. Yeah. You, just, don't, you can do what you want to do in life. You can be... You can be trans if you want. I don't care about that. Nobody but does. When you try to push it on children and try to, you know, change children's views and stuff like that, that's where I, that's where the, the the line is drawn. That's it. So, like regardless of anything else, I don't. It, it's stupid, and for and for people to be at that high of power to have kids to not to not understand what the the power of what they're doing is is ridiculous, and that's why America's speaking up and these companies are losing their ass. No one's going to shop there anymore well, because they're, they're well. That's stupid. well. No, I mean, it started, I think, with Camel cigarettes with the cartoon Camel, and they proved in court that it was they were targeting children to try to get them to start lighten up. Oh, really? I never knew that. So they, they made them get rid of the, the cartoon because of that. But in the military, the pendulum swinging back the other way already, which is cra- crazy because um, the chief of staff, uh, Millie, and uh, the um, the Joint chief, chief Staff and Secretary of Defense, Austin, the last week they got told that they were having a drag show at um, Nellis Air Force Base. And it was approved by the base commander. And they're like, hey, nobody took, put it up the chain. And now we're just seeing this. They're like, we're not going to do this. And that, and it's happened before, though. But now they're, like, stopping it, which is just a whole different movement. And then uh, they, they said, okay, well, the DOD funds aren't going to pay for it. We're going to have it on the installation still. And then they came back and said, no, you're not. And you're like, okay. Interesting. Yeah, that was very interesting. My, my t- love everybody. Let God figure it out later. Yeah, that's how, that's my take on it. Johnny, Johnny doesn't want to get pitch and hold. <laughs> no, oh, Casey struck a chord. We got a lot of texters chiming in now. Way to go! Okay, say I mean, it louder, Case. But no, I mean it's just it is what it is. Don't children are children. Children don't they don't know any like I don't care what you say. Like an eight year old does not know. 
a five-year-old, six-year-old, they do not know what they are. They want to be like, get out of here with that stupid crap. Yep. It's dumb. Anyways. Uh, Texas baseball today playing Miami, 5 o'clock. Yep. 5 o'clock tonight? Yep. All right, that'll be a good game. Hopefully they get that. Down in Coral Gables. Well, Miami's a good team. Is it OU's women like going for a three-peat in softball or something? Oh, man. They're like – I think they have one loss in the season. No, no, no they're, they're, they're softball 47, school. They're a 47-game win streak right now. Yeah. Just I mean, Oklahoma is really known as a softball school, right? <laughs> that and some other weird stuff. <laughs> and the former home stuff. of Lincoln Riley. Yeah. yeah. The Baker Mayfield show. Baker Mayfield Y'all seen show. any of those clips of Baker down in uh, Tampa Bay? Huh? Yeah, sucking. <laughs> is it bad? Just overthrowing tight ends. Yeah, him and Kyle Trask are having a competition who can suck worse. <laughs> well, they uh, I was watching ESPN the other morning, and they showed Garrett Wilson throughout the first pitch of a Mets game. And there's a guy on the Mets, I think he's a pitcher, who also went to Lake Travis. So he was throwing to his buddy from, from high school. And they were and they, the they real high school. And they were like, Yeah, Lake Travis. Lake Lake Travis, the home of uh Drew Brees and Nick Foles. It's like get onto Twitter. It <laughs> those, is are fight, those are fighting words. Yeah, thank you. They said that. They said on ESPN and I was like I was about to respond and then I was like why am I responding? You were about to. I was you about to. to. You're mad. You're mad. You thought about it. You had it written out. You're like, no, there's plenty of other people. I'm gonna can- I'm gonna West cancel lake, ESPN. Not the. It's the best lake. You're just showing your. You're just showing your ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the West Lake. Twitter. Community. Twitter fingers. Twitter fingers get. Uh, you know, typing some mean mugs out there. But no, um, I, I are they not, still? I, I are they still in? Um, are they still? Uh, the baseball are, team are they in the regionals now, or there's a semifinals or something like that? I think there's eight. There's either eight or sixteen teams left, but they won last night. Um, they play today. Little chance covered. Little chance covered on the mound. Pitched a hell of a game. Yeah, no, they got a squad. There's there's some kids on that team that I know. Two Joe Sockwell, Will Magnus are both committed to Texas Tech. Um, there's a there's a pitcher that's committed to Texas. Um, that's covered. That's covered. Yeah, really, he's coming. Damn. I know I the Sa- I know the Saunders kids kid. family real well, but it's it's a very much like a senior team. Like there's a ton of seniors on that. Oh West yeah, Lake this is the best team. team Westlake baseball has had in a very very long time. What they haven't won a state championship since ninety two. Do they have anybody going? Uh, did did the they draft? win a state championship in ninety two? Yeah, really mm-hmm. interesting. And will any of them go in the draft? I don't know. I think there's the, the kid that they faced from Round Rock uh, two rounds ago. I think he might get drafted, but I don't know if anybody on this Westlake team. I mean, maybe if the draft was as many rounds as it used to be. Yeah, you know, wasn't it like 42 rounds? It's, it's something crazy like that, yeah, but now it's it's much shorter. So. Gotcha. Not as many high school kids go. No. Yeah, that makes sense. So look at it, I was looking at Twitter the other day, and Peter Burns, who's the anchor of the SEC Network, also a big Ugly Tailgate uh, contributor. He's been on the show before, but – he said the most surprising thing he heard at the SEC meetings was Nick Saban saying that they had they tracked this year, this last year, tracked how many seven days a week weeks that they worked. 44 seven-day weeks as college football coaches. That's a lot. 44 weeks where they worked seven days a week. I mean, and, and I've, I've seen it firsthand. I mean, f- football coaches just work tirelessly. Always just looking for that little edge, but nowadays, think about this, Casey. In the in the NIL portal era, you now have to not only recruit the high school kids, you got to recruit other portal kids 
junior colleges, yeah. and you got to keep your own kids happy on campus, or otherwise they'll jump in the porter and oh, yeah. take off. Well, yeah, no, you, I mean, but 47, I mean, you think about that. I mean, you got two a days, starts, you got camp and everything, you're getting ready for camp. So that's July. You're getting all your stuff ready for camp. That's your oh, last yeah. like week. Yeah. So you got July all the way through. January, what's that? How many months? I mean, they've got they've got official visits going on right now up at the Forty Acres. Like, there's what? kids in town for their official visit. So that's six months, and then they got camps. You know, camps are where the the assistant coaches used to make their their money. Yeah, they would. You know, that's how they would. You know, get you know from the university to make you know because football coaches for a long time didn't make very much money ex- unless you were the head guy. Yeah. And that's now where well, you got assistant coaches, you got coordinators that are making well over a million. Does, I mean, this whole NIL deal is going to change everything. I mean, are they really going to still recruit at JUCO football, or would they just go to a D two or a uh, lower D one to recruit? And I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if you have the bandwidth or time to just recruit at because you used to JUCO. You really didn't recruit from other like. Go down to Texas State and try to recruit somebody from there. Right. You just didn't do that. Well, yeah, because at, at that time, if a kid did transfer, he had to sit so out a year. One year. Yeah. One year. And if you transferred within the conference, it was two years. Right. That was trash. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I at least like it. I like where it's at now from a standpoint that if you go, I mean, imagine going to school because you wanted to play for that coach, right? And then all of a sudden you get there and he takes off and goes to another school. Yeah, so it's it fun for him. That's why, was, like yeah. you know, sucks, yeah. in talking about you know talking to my dad when he was a recruiting coordinator at Texas. I mean, his one thing was when people would ask him, "Hey, you know, what should we look for in a school?" And my dad would say, "Make sure it's a school that if football was out of the equation, you would want to go to school there." Yeah, right. Because yeah. if football if football doesn't work out for a lot of those kids, no. It so you you might you better be somewhere that you're going to enjoy the your college experience. But that's not the case anymore because now if you don't like it, you're just you can roll and yeah, these kids don't be care. at another there's school. No lo- there's no loyalty. Summer. There's no, nobody wants to work work to be in there. They're like, oh, this guy's gonna be starting. No, uh, go take his job. It's a fr- the people are afraid of competition. Yeah, they're afraid to get better, and that's all it is. Maybe this kid this kid developed more than you, but within two years he, or a year and a half, he's not gonna be starting. Someone else is gonna be. That could have been you, but now you're over here jumping from team to team and you're screwing yourself. And that's what that's what I really like about Malik Murphy at the University of Texas sure. because it, and now if a kid stays it's shocking. Oh my god, I can't believe he actually stayed. And then you watch the spring game and you're like, "Oh my gosh, Malik Murphy." That's something that's something that NFL teams have to look at and be like when you're evaluating if like a guy like Joe Burrow who did stay at Ohio State for a few years and went to LSU for 2 years, had one great year and it's like, "Wow, he he did stick to it." You know, didn't get a shot, went somewhere else. I understand that. But at least try to compete. Don't oh, I do know. it your yeah. freshman year. And that's also another reason why there's I'm a guy really... like JT Daniels who's transferred four times. Yes. What was the what was the kid uh Brew McCoy? Yeah, who transferred who committed here or was committed to USC, decommitted, went to Texas, enrolled. For a semester. I saw it was my freshman year okay. on campus. I was at parties with him and then like a week later it was like, Oh, he's back at USC. And I mean, I think he he plays. He played last year. Yeah, he's good. But a guy that like that like that that flip flops so mm-hmm. often, I don't but know if I want a guy like that. Does on, that in my does that room. seep down to? Because I don't know the rules in high school, but are you going to see this in high school where they're going to want to get a kid in? I mean, how do I, how do you get a kid into baseball Westlake? games tonight at five? Correct. 
How do you get How do you get a kid into Westlake? You have to move to the zip code, don't you? You have to be, yeah, you have to live in the district to go to school there. I mean, that's what, you know, everybody always says, oh, Westlake recruits players. No, we don't. Like, if a kid moves into the Westlake school system, absolutely. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe Drew they're. McCoy is at Tennessee now. Okay. Yeah, that's where, he, that's where he was at, yeah. Someone just text that in, yeah. But, like, there's no recruiting. It just, once you are an established good school, then families would want their kids to go to that school, so they have to move into the district. Interesting. So it's not like, I think LBJ is the only school at one point that you could, you could recruit because they were a technical high school. Westlake's never recruited anyone. Exactly. Come on. Kids just line up to want to play there. Right? Jamie, I didn't say. You. I didn't say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say that. I was just saying, how does it work? Yeah, know? they have to they have to move. I mean, as long as you're in the school hey, when district. You're the, when you're the best lake. Exactly. God, so, yes. Yeah, so best lake? Athletes flock. <sighs> they get tattoos on their backs. They do all sorts of neat things. Neat. Neat things. Yeah. yeah. Is that how it was up in uh, Colorado, Casey? What? Kids yeah, just. They just played football. Gotcha. That's what they did. You guys recruit up there to where are you at? Cherry Hills or Nope. Arapaho? Um, no, I was at Hans Ranch. Ballers where McCaffrey and all them went. They recruit there. They they were winning state champions for a while, kind of competing all around and then and it, it kinda evened out. You know, McCaffrey left and then it then everything kinda went Cherry Hills, Cherry Creek, you know, different Different high schools and stuff like right. that, but it's the powers on it's always been like Cherry Creek, Mullen, Valor, stuff like that. But my when I, when I was at Westlake, we had Seth McKinney, who ended up playing in the NFL for mm-hmm. a, you know ten years. Uh, he was from Centerville, and his dad came down to Austin to work for Rick Perry, I believe, and that's why he moved into Westlake because he was he moved their family moved to Austin, so. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, Westlake recruits all these guys. No, they don't. They just, when you're that good, not to sound too cocky, but when you're that good, people want to play for you. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think we only have 90, 99 days until we have to get an RV to go to uh, Alabama. Alabama game. Have we lined that up yet? We have not, no, we haven't. Your job is to get on that, to get a sponsor. Well, I was, I was hoping if we, if we talked page, about it enough right here on the page. Big Ugly Tailgate. You know, we're, maybe we're, one of our 14 listeners this I mean, morning are going to well, connect the, us with an RV company. Yeah, but it's it's also, we have to fly Casey in, we fly him in, goes to the game, hangs out, then we have to fly him back. We have to get the RV out there and RV back. Well, I'm in for the RV. Um, like, I'm not, like, that's half the fun is getting there, as Clark W. Griswold once said. <laughs> I just can't leave on a Thursday when like y'all are gonna have to leave for some of these. No, we're flying. We're we're flying you in. That's what the fun me side is for. Well, that's what I'm saying. You guys don't have families and all that good stuff, so you can leave on a Thursday. Yeah. That's how ass. Damn right. That'd be fun. We stop in New Orleans. Yes. Yeah. Can't stop in Shreveport. I'm not allowed at the Horseshoe Casino in Shreveport, so we gotta <laughs> bypass that altogether. And the lucky the lucky listener that they got gets... a Golden Nugget there too. Now they got all kinds of stuff. Oh, I stayed at the Golden Nugget last year. That's it's on a. It's not a very fun place. It's actually it's technically Bozier City, not Shreveport. I'm no no longer allowed to go to Bozier City. <laughs> Banned. Tried to try to get in underaged. We we're, we're going <laughs> to New Orleans. Lake Charles. Sorry. I'm sh- I'm sure that yeah that that's where I said Lake Charles. Um, yeah. I'm sure that ban has been lifted. It's no, usually they, like ten years. They, they told me they just dis- I distinctly remember. <laughs> now that granted this was 24 years ago. 
I tried to get into that casino when I was underage. And what they do, they march you through the casino in cuffs. Sure. And I'm like, what we'll is this show. for? They're we'll like, show. we want to show we're, everybody what not to do. Were the cuffs behind you or in front of you? Oh, behind. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, it was, I mean, it was embarrassing Good. as heck. Nice. And, <laughs> and my buddies who were, who were 21 and of age, uh, they were trying to like get me out. All they had to do, they went and ATM'd a bunch of cash and went to the, went to the sheriff's office and were like, can we talk to Officer Bill? And they just gave him an envelope of cash. Never hit my record. Washington's. That's Louisiana. <laughs> That's Louisiana for you. So had to, had to spend a couple hours with, uh, with my buddies in Bossier City, but, you know, that was fun. It was a good life experience. So kids, stay out of casinos if you're underage. What I didn't know is that if the gambling commission catches underage people in a casino, they told me it was a $300,000 fine. Oh, yeah. And if you get more than two, you lose your license for a year. So nobody told me. Everybody was like, oh, it's Louisiana. You can get in. Just show them anything. Nope. I thought you had to be 18. No, Oklahoma's 18. Yeah. Library card. That's it. Not, not Louisiana. Stay, think, stay out of Bossier City. Do you think, you think Louisiana has facial recognition um, stuff there? That's no. just rolling. No, <laughs> they don't even have good roads in Louisiana. <laughs> like you're, you're. I think it's a, a tactic to spend more money because you got to buy new tires, all kinds of things when you're driving through the the mean streets of New Orleans or Baton Rouge. I'd say what. No, it's fun in New Orleans if you've never gone and you have a been day. a lot. Go to the World War II Museum. It is okay. cool. I, I had not done we, that. We went there when we uh, yeah when we were down there for uh, playing the Saints. Yeah, people are like people. Four or five of us went in there. It's like they oh, don't I'm advertise going. it that much. People don't know it's that badass. it's there, and it's, it's badass. badass. Okay. Yeah, World War II Museum. There's a cool one that's tiny here in Austin. It's kind. Of, it's a putt putt, but it's like a little World War II, and it's right there on 1626. Really? And no this idea. guy in there. It's a little putt putt, outdoor putt putt, but. He has, I'm talking Nazi, Japanese, and American, like, Crazy. real stuff. Like, all the guns, helmets, daggers, and he all got it from this one guy. It was two guys over war, and they collected all this Isn't stuff. Isn't Admiral Nimitz from Fredericksburg? And they have the, they have the Naval uh, Museum in Fredericksburg. That's cool. Yeah, and that's, it's right there. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. It has the big guns outside. Yeah. 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 Now, if you get some time, like, Fredericksburg, that's, that's I, I got to go to that too. one. and then uh, I've been to that one. That was cool. Yeah. 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 But uh, the reenactment there, I haven't seen it. It's a good reenactment. Is it really? Yeah. Interesting. Have any of you guys been over to uh, LBJ's um, how their their uh, the property where they they do tours of the house, LBJ's house and stuff? I remember when when we were living in Illinois, the the class trip in fourth grade was you went up to Springfield to go look at uh, Abraham Lincoln's you know Mount Vernon, I think. No, that's Washington. Oh, that's Washington. Sorry. Yeah. But it was it was in Springfield, and so it was like that's what you did. You that's fourth cool. grade class that's trip, cool. you went up there and you saw that's they had people cool. reenacting things. Yeah. I think it was also on an episode of the, the Office. <laughs> they go to one of the uh, battlefields. Battlefields. Yeah. yeah. You go to Gettysburg. 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 That's right. <laughs> and they had the hats and everything. That's fantastic. No. Yeah. So you can still find cap and ball out there everywhere. Yeah. That's. So yeah, we've got the, the, the Swingin' Horns play today at 5 p.m. against Miami down in Coral Gables. We also have TCU taking on Arkansas today uh, down in Fayetteville. So. Uh, T.Y., are you putting any money out on uh, any of the hockey games? No, I'm done after the Stars loss. Were you? You check out. Pretty no. much. I'll watch a few of those games. I mean, 
It might be more entertaining. It definitely will be more entertaining than these NBA finals. I'll tell you that much. Do you think the Heat even win a game, or do you think it's yeah. a sweep? I think Nuggets in five or six. Okay, I'd be surprised if it goes to seven. If the if the Heat win, if the Heat win next game, then I could change that. But it's, I don't. They just don't have the talent. Well, I mean, you would think that Adebayo so smaller too. Adebayo would at least put up a fight against. The no, Joker. He, I mean, he had a great game sure. last game, but it's just when you have Michael Porter Jr. and four other guys that shoot forty plus percent from three, it's hard Tough. to it's hard to guard all those guys and the best player in the world, yeah. and Jamal Murray. <laughs> yeah, the Heat, the Heat have a bunch of you know. I think, grind, I think the Heat, as soon as Tyler Hero comes back, I think that's when they take over. No, I think that might make them worse. <laughs> you know, just you can't just interject a guy after two months of not playing. Yeah, and expect. Expect much? Anything? If if yeah, exactly. Did you uh, Ty? Did you watch Air? I did. I watched that last Sunday. Oh, very good. That's a great movie. So we were talking about this last night. But if you're an actor, and you could tell, you could basically tell anybody you want, like, oh, I played Michael Jordan in Air, because they never show Michael Jordan's face. Well, if you're a black guy, yeah, well, obviously. But but imagine <laughs> like. like Imagine that guy. That, imagine that you guy. You could go around, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I played Michael Jordan I, there. That air movie. But that imagine that actor that played Jordan in the movie, and his agent comes up to him and is like, hey, I just landed you. You're going to be Michael Jordan in the movie about a shoe contract. Only thing is, no one will ever know that it was you. No speaking parts. There's no, no speaking parts. Like, he has like three lines. That's he really? But I don't think like, you ever yeah, see his thank face. You. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Like, hey, what's up? Hey, Sonny McCarroll. But no, I, I thought the movie was fantastic. Uh, it's always interesting, like, but I always, because when you see Aflac and Matt Damon in the movie together now, you always think of Goodwill Hunting, right? Right. Yeah. How do you like them apples? Wicked smart. Wicked smart. Yeah. Wicked smart. Go out and beat up some smart kids. How do you like them apples? Yeah. Uh, what else? What Jason else? Bateman in that movie was good, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he plays, he's, he's a great actor. Yeah. And he just came out, they came out with something on Netflix. Bateman and a couple guys like a comedy show. Have you seen that? I have not. Okay. Gotta check I'll that have to out. look into that. No doubt. What else we got going on in this? I thought the, I thought the agent was really funny. Oh, yeah. Jordan's agent. Yeah, yeah. No, the agent. No, what's his, uh, that actor's name? That's a uh, famous. That, they, there's a lot of good actors in that movie. Yeah. And so I was so amazed how fast it's coming out on streaming that, you know, used to, you know, you had to wait three months, four at months. At least. Yeah, at least. Now stuff's coming up like. Boom. Well, I mean, it's why why go to the movie theaters when you can just go directly to streaming? It's always funny. It's like you can rent it for twenty bucks or buy it for like twenty five. Yes, and you just I'll just buy it. Might as well just pay the five just bucks so I can never watch it again. Never just watch it. Just there sit in there my, in my library. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, I've got like two Spider Man movies that I've purchased because it was like two dollars more to buy than yeah. rent. I was like, yeah, I'll definitely watch this again. No, no, it's still there. Still I bought there. Maverick and uh, Avatar, the new one. Mm-hmm. You know what's, no, the only good part is, is if your if your uh, network ever goes down, that's on You're your screwed. box. No, it's on your box if you have a box that it's 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 saved. I think it is. I don't think people have boxes anymore. I got a box. I got a box. Got like one. your Apple TV. Um, yeah. But the, the new the new TVs they don't have it. You don't need Apple TV. It's already embedded in the in the smart TV. I got cable. I got you cable haven't cut too. the cord yet. No, no I'm cut the cord either. Why not? I'm just YouTube them. TV. Like fifty bucks, I think it's moved up since then. But I did see where Apple TV, uh, or excuse me, YouTube TV is now going to have the Sunday ticket, 
So they've been trying to sell a, you. you. You can save 150 bucks if you buy it now. I'm a red zone guy. Really? Uh, yeah. If you're fantasy football and you want to watch all yeah, the, red zone all day, all day. And you're you're getting kind of ruins football though. It does, but it's like it's ADD. But then you start watching the game, you're like, I could be watching like five different games. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, they're about to score. Oh, they're but about I, to I do like the fact now you can actually see any game you want, right? So, oh you, yeah. But like, if you go to a sports bar, like I'm usually like, hey, can you mind putting up the Cardinals game? They're like, why? Like, <laughs> eh, just I I really like the Cardinals, and you know they're like, okay, and then they make you go sit in the corner. Yeah. And like the small TV to That's watch whatever game be. you want. If you're going to watch Cardinal be. games, you should be in the I will corner. say this. One time I was down in New Orleans, and uh, the we went to – I went to Manning's Sports Bar. There's a, a Manning's Sports Bar now that Arch, the grandpa, it's you know his sports bar, right? So I'm sitting there, and, and the, this is when Peyton was with the Broncos, when my brothers were coaching for the Broncos. I walk into Manning's thinking, oh, they're definitely going to have the Broncos game on. No. They had like the 49ers versus the Packers. And I was like, hey, are we, not wa- are we not watching the Broncos? They're like, oh, no, you can watch that over there. I was like, are we not in Mannings? Like, this, the kid is playing right now, and we got to sit there and watch the Packers game? They're like, yeah, there's a big Packers fa- group here. I'm like, I don't care. This is Mannings. You should be watching yeah, a Manning football game. Texted my brothers about that, and I think it got back to Peyton. Uh, and and they were like, he was just like oh yeah that's my dad's deal we we got nothing to do with that <laughs> like well it's your name whatever I don't care. but yeah. yeah I'll be I'll be I'll be watching some some uh, YouTube TV in the Sunday ticket for sure right, Tim so. four well hey let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back after this. I wanna show all of my haters love. This song's for you. If you had it like me and I was in your shoes, I'd probably hate on me too. See when you're getting big cash backs, all the haters hate that. Cause they hate to see you be successful. I wanna show all of my haters love. So why wait for you like good morning? Good morning, Austin, Texas. A beautiful day here in the capital city. You're listening to The Horn, live, local, and digital, and on the Horn app. Johnny Rogers, Jamie Frazier, TikTok tie in the box. Casey had a breakout, headed down to Whitfield's Barbecue today. So we are now joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the Colonel. Guest appearance in studio. What up? Good morning, gentlemen. Always good to have you in studio rather than calling in from where, Bartlesville? Yeah, we had a big wedding last weekend. I just came in from Green. There you go. Texas. Going down there the last two nights. Staying with Coach Bailiff down there in Green, Texas. G-R-E-N-E. Doing a little stuff. Doing a little Green Hall? Did not go to Green Hall, but let me say this about that, real estate man. If... If if I were in my twenties, mm-hmm. I would want to go live right there. Oh, for sure. Especially if I'm newly married or single. That is where that's where you get I a could, divorce. I could not married. believe how that place is is Blown developed up. and developing. That it was it was rocking and rolling and whatnot, and it was it was so cool. I mean the the, the entertainment all around there, especially yeah. right now in the. In the river, and do you I remember, remember it as a little boy? But, do you remember your first show at Green Hall? Um, I think it was George Strait. Okay, yeah, I was. Uh, mine was Hal Ketchum. Wow. So I was I was uh, in high school, and you know, was on a rush trip for our you know TCU fraternity, 
And one of my pledge brothers <laughs> ended up being Hal Ketchum's son. Did you live in our dorm? Were you one of the were you one Milton of Daniel? Fred, were you in Milton Hilton? Oh, for sure. Well, everybody had to live on. You know, your freshman year, you had to live on campus. But we had some fraternity guys on the first floor. Were you on the first floor? I'm absolutely on the first floor. I was the first when you went in and went left. <laughs> I was the first door on your right. So our room ended up being like everybody would yeah. stop off and you know say hello and so that Jamie that was the uh, the athletics dorm back then when you could have athletics dorms but we had to have some fraternity guys in there at some uh, for some reason there was some little hook right. and so we had the first floor you had uh, I don't know what fraternities were in there I think it was just one the green and yellow one were y'all green and that yellow? that was Lambda Chi I believe I don't know what you were but. Um, football was Associates. To, your, to your right, and then we had baseball and basketball up and track on the second floor, and then third floor, and I think there was a fourth of golfers and everybody were, were Well, top. when I got there, Moncrief had just opened up, and that was the Great. sports dorm. <laughs> but, and then, of course, everybody was, was trying to stay over at Colby Hall, if, if you could sneak your way in there. Yeah, and there, was, there were ways to get in there. Gentlemen, Green, Texas. Yeah. Wow, I was impressed. I was impressed with that, and I was impressed with the new coaching staff over at Texas State. Okay. Uh, G.J. Kinney, who's going to be on the high ground. quarterback. He, he's going to be on the high ground. Uh, Very nice. And we'll have him on the second, second, on the second segment, Jamie. Uh, he'll be calling His in dad was and, a uh, coach as well, right? He was, and, uh, and listeners may recall the unbelievable story of his dad uh, being shot that's right uh, and ended up in ICU for almost five months um, when he was a high school coach but you're right GJ played here at Texas played for the flagship um, behind Colt briefly correct and then went to Tulsa, Tulsa? yeah went to okay. Tulsa good memory yeah went to Tulsa played Golden Hurricane there, up there and he is you talk about a young, talented coaching staff and on the rise. A lot of NFL experience at Texas State. And, uh, boy, they got some wide-back guys there. And, man, I'm, I'm excited for Bobcats fans and, and having another. And I, I believe, didn't G.J. Got a, he got a cup of coffee in the NFL? He did. G.J. was there. And man, Eagles? He still looks like he can play. Yeah, that's okay. right. In fact, his last time at the Eagles, uh, he was, you know, played quarterback, but – he actually got to play, was asked to play defensive back um, and move over. It just tells you the kind of athlete that uh, right. he was, is. Probably a free uh, safety. And uh, Usually the captain of the defense, as I like to say. No. But anyway, well, uh, <laughs> G.J. Kinney is uh, coming on our on the high ground with uh, Jamie and I here at, from, from about 10.15 uh, this morning, so we'll get an update from him. Exciting, exciting times. I've been all over the place. My alma mater, Texas State. Texas State. You got a lot of alma maters, but that's why I actually graduated <laughs> from Texas State. So. You have a piece of paper that says you're there. Yeah, that's right. No, it didn't, yeah, enrolled. That, what was your college journey? It was uh, Tech. I went to Texas Tech, ACC, yeah. half a semester freshman year with Drew. Came home. Actually, I straight from Tech. I went to A and M because <laughs> I, I had a girl there um, that I was. Dating, and I stayed there for a few months, just living on couches. And I moved back to Austin, enrolled in ACC. Nice. Lived on a couch in Towers on West Campus, then got my own apartment. Right, we're, up to, we're up to three schools. Keep going. <laughs> and then I was there for like two years, trying to get into Texas. But then my advisor informed me when I was preparing to w- apply to which Texas. Which advisor? Because you had a lot. My of- ACC advisor. Okay. Uh, pl- 
told me that I had too many withdrawals to actually <laughs> get into Texas or even apply. So I was like, all right, well, guess I'm so, going to Texas State. <laughs> after a certain amount of withdrawals, you're gone, Johnny. You they have, shut you down. If you have more than like 12 or 15 hours, which would like – with well, the W, in, like straight withdrawals. Yeah, no. You can't, you can't apply to A&M or Texas. Isn't there a difference between a withdrawn and incomplete? I think so. I, you had, can, you I had a draw, couple eyes that can, I had to go back and clean up. So all a withdrawal, it's because there's a drop date for every class where right. you can drop it and you just lose your money, but it doesn't go in, like, you, you just drop it. It doesn't count on your record. But a withdrawal is like at the end of the year or, or end of the semester, I need to get out of this class. Don't want it to go on my GPA, but... So you get out of it because you, you most people have one withdrawal that they can have. I don't think Jamie had. I don't think Jamie had the drama that many no. of us had. I had to take twenty three hours my last semester at TCU Ooh. to graduate on time, and I was a soup sandwich. That's a great way to be very. I average. took a super senior half lap. You know, I went four point five, <laughs> which was fine. But if you say I was ninety seven to oh one, so it sounds like I was only there for four years. But I took the. I took the you extended were a December lap. grad. I mean, why get out of college when at that age, like stay in it as long as you can? You know, why ever leave college? Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm going. I'm going back. That's yes. what we got. We have a generation right now that doesn't want to grow up. That, that wants to just, which creates a great opportunity for those who want to. Yeah, ties like the JT Daniels of football. You know what you needed? Of college. college. You just, needed a just year. Just bouncing everywhere. Thanks, needed, for that, Grant. You needed a year at Anger College, which is. When they put the R up on the student center, that's known as Ranger College. Okay. But for the first semester, it was Anger College for me. But you needed a semester at Ranger. That'll that'll put you. That'll get your priorities. But Lubbock was not the place for me. That was that was the main issue. He was willing. Really Lubbock's not for everybody. And by everybody, I mean anybody. My sister goes there and she loves it. So. That's great. I think you have to. I mean, if you're going to go to school out there, you got to at least say I that you love it. I think we could refer to <laughs> Ty as a connoisseur of higher education. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I visited many of those schools. A connoisseur Georgia, of higher education. Ole Miss, a lot of different schools. Are you going to get a master's degree one day? He's uh, qualified. I, I, told, I said on Friday on BED, if there's anyone from Tex, University of Texas listening that wants to get me into a program, I'll do, I'll do it. I'll do we have any college eligibility left? I don't know. I mean, I never played sports. That's right. Does that count? Do you identify? You know? Do you identify as a woman? I kind of wanted to be a long snapper for a while. I could long snap still. Oh, that, can hey. you? How's your pickleball game? I, I know I'm anti pickleball. How about uh, <laughs> how about bass fishing? Oh, yeah. and now barbecue. <laughs> True. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's barbe- barbecue options. teams now at at the college collegiate level, and I think it's even at high school too. I, but yes, I would eventually like to, how to about go a back pro- for some higher learning. How about Quidditch? You could be here. Yeah. National champions, Texas. <laughs> Gotta wear a cup. I did I, I, last weekend. I did watch a little bit of the NCAA lacrosse championship. Oh, dude! The Fighting Irish that's versus a, Duke. That's a game. And uh, I, I'm not a lacrosse guy, but it was it was good television. And it was Notre Dame's first time, their first national championship. And they had these two brothers, the Cavanaugh brothers, who were kind of like their their best players. And their older brother had gotten close, I think made it to the national championship, but never won. And they interviewed the, the two brothers after the game, and one of them drops an F-bomb, you know, live Jeez, on, on TV. And, uh, it, it, but it was great. And then they, I saw an interview with them on Pat McAfee, and they were, they were like, hey, which one of you is the one who's dropping F-bombs on ESPN? He profusely apologizes, and they're like, no, no, that was awesome. And it was awesome. So it was, and one of the <laughs> brothers, though, had like a torn hamstring. And wasn't going to, they, you know, lacrosse, you got to be pretty mobile. You got to be able to go. And they literally duct taped his 
you know, hamstring onto his leg, and they showed it afterwards like he was entire black and blue on his on his hamstring. But one of his buddies sent him a text, and it was a story about a and this was on Memorial Day when this happened, uh, when when the championship game was. But one of his buddies sent him the story of a uh, military guy who took like twenty bullets and a grenade like launched like really close to him, and he got up from the 22 bullet shots mm-hmm. and ended up killing a couple of the, the, the enemy and survived all of this. And his buddy was like, hey, if this guy can survive 21 shots, you can, pl- you know, you can play a game. And he referenced that in the post-game interview. It's a really cool story. It sounds like Jamie uh, John Wayne Walding, um, who was with 7th Special Forces Group, who was just a, a remarkable story. Um, but I knew that Notre, very, the, very, I knew the Notre I Dame was going to win at the very beginning of the game because they came out playing the bagpipes. Players That's on the Notre I, Dame team were playing bagpipes as they entered for the championship. How could you not win after that? That's awesome. How do you play a bagpipe? <laughs> I've never I've never tried. I imagine it's pretty tough. It's probably like playing the accordion, kind of a lost art of sorts. <laughs> we live we live next to a guy. When I was a major who played the accordion, he was a, a doctor. And, and accordion, let me tell you, accordion people, they, they're like serious about their accordion game. And he would come out in the evenings, like at Pebble Beach when they play the bagpipes, and he would just be out on his little front porch <laughs> with this accordion that he was really good Playing, yeah, but I mean, if you got to hear the accordion every day, somebody practice. It's like somebody getting a drum set to their kids. Oh, we were doing the, we were poking. He would start playing. The girls were learning the poker. <laughs> he had this thing going. Even wah, wah, wah. Uh, down in uh, at Worst Fest down in New Braunfels, there's a guy called Alex Minxner, and he is like the El- the Elvis of accordion players. This guy is electric. I'm telling you, if you ever get a chance to go see Alex Minxner. Down at, at Worst Fest, absolutely go for Thanks, it. Thanks, That guy owes me money. <laughs> Ty is like the JT Daniels of football, Jamie. That's according to a texture. Connoisseur of higher education. Connoisseur of higher education. Six years in the summer. T-Y-H. That's right. <laughs> I would have been on my own if I took any more than four and a half. I, I mean, I paid for it all. You're still paying for still it? Still paying I for didn't it. pay for my housing. I will okay. say that. But Thanks, I paid for all Thanks, my, Dad. My, my college. No, Love you, Dad. Not Dad. Grandma. Grandma. Hey, oh, they're yeah. the best. Ty's grandma is legendary. Is that right? Oh, yeah. And what's she's, that? She's, oh, she's like the, the grandma of the people. I mean, yeah. she and, is. And my, and my mom thinks to. Wait, she, oh, he, my mom called into the Wagner Wire on Sundays. Stop. <laughs> my, twice now. <laughs> so she's the one. Yeah. By the way, uh, PSA, Mom, do not call in right now. No, it's not a good idea. Yeah, I don't recommend it for anyone, any any Love hosts you. or anybody that's on the radio much. Uh, but she she liked it. She told some yo mama jokes for Mother's Day. Oh, nice. And went up there. It was yo, well, I never advise any like wives, moms, and all that. Do not call in to talk radio if your husband or kid is getting attacked. Because wasn't it Colt McC- Colt McCoy's wife called in to defend him up at a Cleveland? They were, they were talking bad about him in Cleveland, Uh-oh. and his wife jumps in. And it's just not – you can't win that. I mean, you got – there's just too many trolls out there that are going to try to get you to say something. So just – that's part of the deal. You just – you accept that they're going to be talking. If you're in that position, there's going to be people that don't like – it doesn't matter who you are. 
they're not going to like what you're doing if you're not winning games. So just stay off the airwaves. <laughs> winning. Uh, Carl, you, you're, a, you're a big college baseball guy. How's the, the tournament playing out so far in your mind? You know, it's fascinating. I watch Skeens, number one arm for LSU. LSU's playing really good baseball right now. And Skeens went a uh, uh, complete game. I think he threw – two or three hitters, something like that. Uh, and he touched 123 pitches. Last pitch was clocked at 101. Whew. Skeens is the transfer. Jamie and I are going to talk a little bit about that on the high ground. Skeens is the transfer from the Air Force Academy that uh, Skip Johnson was actually targeting in Norman. And remember, you don't have a military requirement until you walk into the classroom on your junior year and they take role. Um then that's when the military requirement starts. And so he played two years. Uh, Longhorn fans remember Skeens. Uh, he not only pitched, but he also caught big kid. And uh, he transferred. And now he's the number one arm and, and projected to be the number one draft pick in the Major League uh, Baseball draft they, coming do, up. Is a regional down in Baton Rouge? They were playing in Baton Rouge. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, LSU's playing really good ball right now. And – there's some other teams. There were some big They're taking upsets. They're on Oregon State. There were some upsets today. LSU plays Oregon State tonight. That'll be a good. Yeah. There'll be some. There already have been some upset, uh, upsets. Oklahoma State got beat last night. So anyway, we're going to talk about that. I think you guys got to take another break here. Indeed, we'll be right back with more Big Ugly Tailgate here on the Horn. Welcome back to Big Ugly Tailgate. Last segment here before the high ground takes off. We're sitting here with the Colonel, James Frazier, TikTok tie in the box. I think you've, you're off TikTok, though, aren't you? Yes. Okay. Eddie Money. How is, that, many, is that who this is? How Eddie many different Money? transcripts do you have, Tom? <laughs> transcripts? How do you gather all your transcripts? I'd like up? to see all your transcripts from Tech, ACC, AM. Yeah, that was always an issue. <laughs> And I always had to get my Westlake transcript every time. Westlake transcripts. That's the last I, the last three times I've gone to Westlake inside the actual school. It's been it's been to get my transcript. Good luck to the Westlake baseball team going going for a state run, playing pretty good baseball. Hell yeah, go Shaps. Go, go Shaps. Covert family, Chance Covert. Indeed, deep. A little Chance coming to uh, coming to Texas. Love his heart. Yeah, yeah, great family too. I love I love spending time with the coverts. Always, it's the only place I'll buy a car from. They That's take, a they, lie. Well, I, I, <laughs> you drive a Tesla. If, drive if, a Tesla. if I'm gonna <laughs> if I'm gonna drive something that takes gas, I will absolutely <laughs> buy it from the coverts. <laughs> but if I I've moved over, I'm trying to reduce my carbon footprint and support another local business, Tesla. <laughs> Hey, has Johnny ever showed you like what do you call it when the when you call your car and it comes to you? What is that? The summons. Summons. What? Yeah, you yeah. Can do that? Absolutely. I, yeah, like, he did you, it. You could go down here and be like, tell you the car would just drive up to you. Yeah. Would well, you have it? Do you name your car? Do you have it? Bruce. Named? It's bad. Is that, my my Tesla's name is Bruce because I feel like Bruce Wayne when so I'm if in. So you're it. in like a parking garage. Yeah. It would yeah. come out of the parking garage. I, I, I haven't tried it in a parking garage. I'm still kind of scared of it. But like in an open parking lot, absolutely. So like if you're like parking for, you know, you go to a restaurant or something like that and you walk out, yeah, absolutely hit summons and it just drives <coughs> it right up to you. It valets it right to you. Yeah. Yeah. 
You say hello, no, Bruce. No, I don't carry keys anymore. And how much does a Tesla cost? Well, it depends on what you're buying. What's the lowest model? What's what's the 30, lowest you can get in? Yeah, you can get into you know a, a three series. Will it have the bells and whistles at all? Will it summon? Well, it's it's a different screen. <laughs> uh, if you're if you're looking at the inside, if the screen is like up, that's you're usually a three or or something else. The S is the one where the the screen is embedded into the. Are you are you on the waiting list for the truck? I am. Are you? Yeah, I put my hundred bucks down. What's uh? Hmm. Are you Skylink too? No, no, you didn't do that. No. Or Neuralink. Neuro, I've not Neuralink. done that yet. <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh, I've I have I bought What's a Tesla. But when I bought my Tesla, like it took literally forty five seconds to order your car. Got on, designed it the way I wanted to design it, and then hit send. You had to make a deposit, and then three months later, you get your car. What's that truck going for? Do they, they, they even say yet? <laughs> oh, I think it's around. I think it's around fifty oh, or sixty thousand. Really? It's not. It's not going to be as expensive as now. I'm sure that you can buy a certain higher priced Tesla truck, Cybertruck. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Cybertruck. Uh, and I'm still convinced that when they unveiled the Cybertruck and. Elon took the ball bearing and, and threw it at the window. Said, Look, it's bulletproof. It's bulletproof. Not and ball they, boom. Like yeah. he, it, I think that was all done just to raise, so people would talk about it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. You don't like, think it was authentic? I thought that was pretty authentic. No way. No way. Because everybody was talking about it for the next couple weeks, and it got more people, oh, I want one of those. And then you know, he came out and was like, oh, well, we had been testing that, what we did that entire time, and it's bulletproof. Okay. No, they did that on purpose for sure. Hmm. And imagine being that guy that cracked it. Uh, oh, wow. oh, did you? Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know if if Covert has a, a Tesla dealership yet, but it's probably coming in the. If they do, then if Tesla, they don't. Do they, they're all direct. They're all direct. Yeah, orders. Direct, direct yeah. To, to consumer. Yeah, yeah. The the car lobby. The car it, lobby. So I just heard a, a podcast on that. They and are powerful. They, they are so powerful. Correct. And they're at state level. They're super powerful, too. No doubt. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Was, who knew? The car lobby. Hey, the average the average um, income for an ownership of a car place is uh, $1.5 million. Does yours have autopilot, too? Yeah. Do you use it? No. He's scared of it. Well, the, you know, I live in a, a condominium building, right? And so you have to continually download the software updates and i we don't have wi-fi in my where new, do you in live? My new building i'm down on uh you don't have wi-fi you're in the, you're in one no of no in the parking garage oh, okay you know i can't connect my car to my unit because yeah. i'm on the 39th floor but i'm down there off Randy street so but <laughs> i can't you know i won't do the autopilot deal because i'm afraid that i miss an update <laughs> And it all of a sudden, away. it just drive, drives into a. Have you all seen those? <laughs> have you all, have y'all seen those cars that are driving into lakes now? Uh, Do you see the the um, like they're what, going down boat ramps because they they're like, oh, the GPS took me there. That happened too. It was on the office as oh, well. The office, but, yeah. But it, it's happening right now. There's in the last like month. There's been two cars that have just I driven saw, into down a boat ramp into a lake. Yeah, I saw the lady. because the people are like, oh my. I saw the lady GPS they, yeah, told me to do this. They jumped in to save her. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, if, if you're about to drive, if you're going down and you notice that there's a bunch of water right in front of you. Stay with it. No. <laughs> chuck the GPS, you know, out the window at that there's point. A, there's a big pedal you need to step on. Yeah, it's called a brake. That's it. Not the gas. 
what are these people doing? Trust it. But yeah, I, I don't I don't mess it. with I don't mess with I mean I've done it before. The 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 one time the the situation that I like for auto drive is traffic. Right? Because if you're stuck in traffic, the way that the Tesla works is that they it's a sensor that it only goes like car link. So it's like one car link, two car link, up to like eight. Well, my F-150 does that, too, yeah. when, you're, when you're doing a cruise. Okay. It backs off. And I'm like, but I, why am I, I don't, going I don't mess with it. There's, there's my 10 and 2, always. I saw you combat parked your uh, Tesla. Always. What do you mean combat? That means you backed Back it in. in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, that's, it's force of habit now because I don't. I don't. I don't mess. I just want. I want to see where I'm going. I'm not trying to cop cars and Humvees. You're, you're yeah. deep, my friend. Indeed, you a lot of layers to jump. Yeah, I, I told uh, one of my clients was a big oil guy, and I just not even thinking about it. I was like, "Hey, got this new car. It's Tesla." He goes, "The devil's car." It's <laughs> like what? He goes, "You know what I do, right?" And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Were you like, "Want to buy a house?" <laughs> he was like, "I'll buy an electric house from you, Johnny." <laughs> Uh, well, hey, that's uh, that's going to do it for us today. Appreciate everybody listening. For Casey Studdard, James Frazier, Tick Tock Tie in the Box, Johnny Rogers. We'll see you next week. Stay tuned for the high ground. Adios. And